Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 197. Thank you for joining us tonight. Speaking of joining us, we want you to join us for our 200th episode. So, 267-991-0156. That's the voicemail line. We want to do a big Power Hour. Listen to your voicemails, as many as we can. Hopefully fill up the entire hour. That would be nice. So... You know, you have those weekend nights where you're drunk or high or whatever you're doing. Just babble, send some shit our way. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, no, uh, it, some of you guys have already sent some in, and that's awesome. But like Jim said, make sure, get them in there, ask us questions, just drop us a line, whatever you want to say. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to hearing all those, especially because... I have some interesting jink drinks planned for us during that, so oh boy. it'll be fun to get drunk and listen to it. That's all yeah. I'll say. Yeah, we're gonna be doing that uh, on a weekend. Mm. So yeah, we can, oh yeah, uh, without doubt. Yeah, for sure. Jim, speaking of uh, drinking and celebrating, you should be celebrating right now. <laughs> so, poor Brian. The one, the one night we record remotely that he's ready early, and I'm like, Brian. I'm working on something. I got to finish something. I'm sorry. Finally. Finally, 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 fucking finally. I'm done, Shadow the Hedgehog. It's over. I got all ten endings. I did the last story. I did everything. It's over. My long national nightmare is over. <laughs> Jim, I know we got to save a lot for the review, but do you feel there's redemption in the game? And like you said, you don't got to get specific. No, I'm not going to get specific. See, he, see, here's the problem with the game. And I'm going to reiterate it during the review. There's so much wasted potential. Because when the game's actually good, it's a lot of fun. The problem is that doesn't happen nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the bad definitely outweighs the good. There is good there, but the bad outweighs it so much. Here's I got a really dumb question. How old is that show? What is it? Sonic X? Sonic X was early 2000s. So this that game came out in what, 06? 05. Okay, so that was soon after. Because yeah, I what shocked me when I turned it on, I was like, oh, they're like straight out of Sonic X. Like all the characters and everything. I didn't realize it was that old of a show. I think Sonic X came out like a year before the game, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm. Could be wrong, probably wrong. I don't know. But it did come out before. And you did it on the GameCube, right? Yes. Okay. Now, did you, and I, once again, I know we'll dive into it because I did it on the PS2. Um, did you read, like, what's supposed to be the best version and worst versions? Apparently, the PS2 is the worst running version, so, hmm. from what I've heard. But that is also the only one where you can switch the uh, voices to the Japanese. <coughs> Every other version that came out in North America, it, you're just stuck with the uh, Sonic X voice acting, so... If you want to hear the Japanese actors, you have that option because this is not their best performance. They were definitely still early into it, but it's like, hey, I recognize these voices. They're all right. They're there. They're voices. That's fine. Yeah. It's not like when, because my <clears throat> daughter actually within the past week has gotten really into Sonic Boom. Mm -hmm. And like one, that show is actually like great. That show is a lot of fun. And two, like the voice acting, like they've definitely been doing it a while by that point. So they're all like, you know, they knock out their performances like awesome. So yeah, nice. So, Jamburst. So Sonic Sonic is a medium that is better in everything but video games. 
It had a strong start. You, you it know, didn't have a good middle or finish. Well, you know what it is? Like, there's a lot of games that people don't talk about that are actually good. It's probably yeah. like 50-50 for like bad and good games considering how many games there are. There's but, like, so fucking many, yeah. But the most notorious ones are mostly bad. So Yeah. Now, Jim, to uh, celebrate yourself finishing that, what are you drinking to to enjoy the moment? Well, Bri, I thought I was going to enjoy the moment fully. So I am drinking from the Thin Man Brewery, the Mickey Boodle. It is a raspberry sour ale, 7% alcohol. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Anything else I've on I've seen this? that one before. Yeah, so <clears throat> it is very red, very raspberry looking, very what you would think. Yeah. When I take my sips, like, you know me, I love me my sours. This is almost too tart. This might be this might be the most hardcore in the tart and, like, almost not enjoyable sour that I've had. Like, if you don't like sours in general, never touch this. You will absolutely hate it. And if you're a fan of sours, maybe by the second or third one I'll enjoy it more. But right now I was like, ooh, this is a little, little heavy. A little heavy on the tart. Jim, would you say that's the simple gem of sours? It went full tart? It went full tart. <laughs> never go full tart. Nice. The more nice. the more sips I get in, it mellows out a little bit. But like those first couple ones you take are just like holy shit. Just yeah. I I've noticed that with some sours I've had too, where I don't like them as much as you. But I've never I don't mind them. Like sours don't bother me. But yeah, there are some you have and you're like, oh god. Like it's kind of like the version of an IPA that goes too piney. Yeah. Like this is too much. Like dial it back a little bit. So yeah, I um. This is like the first time in two weeks I think I've even had anything, any alcohol or whatever. So I am continuing with my 12 beers of Christmas. <laughs> you know, in nice February. So I got this. It's really shiny. Uh, the Whitman Ural. It's their Hells. And Jim, um, I know you've both had this. I've had it. The first one I had from them was a Hells. Jim, did you retain? What does Hells mean? <laughs> Ooh, it's like college I'm, I'm gonna say it every time and i want to see if you ever retain just one time jim Ooh, come on done some damage to the old brain cells over the years tell me pale in color ah that's right God damn ah jim what's dunkel mean dark there you go see? hey context uh, so yeah this is super like crystal clear the ever tiniest bit of like particulates in there but um it's tough to see through the glass on my camera really really good it's got like a little bit of a lemon kind of lemongrass flavor to it it's very very light i think it's only yeah 4.9 percent. so it's a very light beer as i said about the last hells germans know how to make really good light beer i mean they know how to make all great beers but like this would be a perfect replacement for a macro beer if it was easier to get i don't i don't think i've ever seen it outside of this variety pack yeah any of the beers in that 12 beers of christmas pack i'd never see during the year except for christmas time so yeah so if you can get a hand on it and you like light beers with like like i said a little bit of almost lemon flavor it's actually not bad yeah, it's got a good mouthfeel from what I remember. It's got a lot more flavor than you expect for 4.5%. Yeah. So, uh, Jambers, so you finished Shadow. So, <laughs> everyone give Jim a little clap. <laughs> I need more than claps. I need praise. Right. But, I'm uh, like Gaming Jesus, all right? I, I just bartered myself, so no one else had to. Jim, 
The games I've finished. You still owe me some. What? You finished Sneaking. Don't you didn't finish Donkey Kong. Don't, I played enough of it. You didn't finish it then. You played like 10 minutes. You're like, ah, I'm motion sick. I can't do it. I played like a half hour. <laughs> exactly, you son of a bitch. Um, I saw you also got your first game. I didn't realize it was your first game. The Tetris Effect? Yeah, what do you call it? So, uh, Tetris Effect Connected. That's one I had been working on for a little bit. It's it's not a long game at all. So, it's it's cool. It's a cool take on Tetris, basically. It has all these, like, you know, designs coming at you, and, like, as the pieces drop, it goes along with the music and, like, kind of builds the world around you. It was originally, like, a PlayStation VR game, and I definitely think it loses something not being in VR. So I would really want to play it in VR and get that, like, full experience. On, on its own, it's a great version of Tetris. Um, it's It has a ton of different challenge modes and, like, worldwide modes and stuff like that that you can do. So there is a lot of content there. The journey mode takes, like, two hours to get through. But, um... But at the end of the day, it's still basically Tetris. It's still just Tetris. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, no, it's definitely one that like, it like, because uh, they got a lot of game of the year nods and crap like that. And like, what was it? 2019, I think it first came out. Mm -hmm. So I think it definitely needs that full VR experience to get like the full experience out of it. Mm. Well, shit. I mean, with uh, the talk of the VR too, I wonder what VR, see, now would be the time I would consider getting the original VR when it's like cheap. I don't know if it's cheap enough. But I would certainly consider it if it's like hundred fifty, maybe. I doubt it's that cheap, but I would I would get it for something like that. Yeah, and then you'd have your uh, what is it, Dead by Daylight, that like roller coaster ride thingy, and uh, it had some cool VR shit on there for horror boys. Isn't it? Is that the one that has that bar fight game too? That I've seen people play, or is that Oculus? I don't know, because that looks that looks funny. But, I yeah. mean, so so many of those VR games look funny, like the. Uh, the uh star wars one all that shit it, it's it's gimmicks i would get a kick out of it and be like okay it's fine right so uh besides that uh making my way through super mario world that's like the game i play when i have like time to sit down with the switch when i'm in wi-fi because i'm just doing it through nintendo switch online so mm. uh so that's my like i typically i'm only hitting it up like on a saturday for a couple hours so uh i'll, I'll eventually get through i mean it's a lot of fun great game yeah Ready the praise. And besides that, one I actually went back to that I didn't like the first time. I just decided, I was like, all right, let me give River City Girls another shot. And I don't know what it is, but I'm really, really liking it this time. Did you ever play the original? I played River City Ransom and some of the Kunio Kun shit. Yeah. Okay. So you just randomly decided to go to that? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the games in the back. It was one of those ones that always bothered me because, like, everyone always talked up how amazing it is. And when I played it before, I was like, no, no, I didn't really like it. And then I was like, all right, let me give it another shot. So I popped it in and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm actually enjoying it. It, it so, just le it leaves a rough first impression because you're kind of really underpowered until you start like grinding a little bit and leveling up and shit. Mm -hmm. Once you get a couple levels in and the, you know, the low tier uh, enemies aren't as like annoying anymore, and you start to learn some more of the general patterns, then it gets to be a lot more fun. Hmm. And I mean, there's a shitload of dialogue and a shitload of text and voice acting, but that, that I was probably not in the mood for that. Might beat him up when I first tried it, but even that's well done, even if it's a little goofy. So, yeah, I was gonna say you story. <laughs> Why would you need that? Not especially to beat him up. What do I need that shit for? But no, yeah. it's it's a really damn good game. So apparently, it's only like seven hours to get through this story. So that'll be 
More than enough. Oh, that's for me. not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's long for a beat 'em up like that, but still not that long of a game. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's basically what I'm working on right now. And then I guess when now that the shadow. Oh, also, Brian, I'm getting so much goddamn more committed to this stupid Mega Man plug and play video than I ever goddamn <laughs> expected. <laughs> so when it finally comes out, you'll everyone will see the stupid journey that I went on with this damn thing. But I will I also can only be imagine. I will also be making my way through Mega Man too. You've never, never have you ever beaten a Mega Man? No, never have. Wow. At least you're doing you know what it is? That's one of the more easily accessible ones because as we I showed you at the con, as soon as you get uh Metal Man, it's game of like you blast through people. Yeah, you can still beat bosses with powers, but other enemies, it's a joke. You you keep that power forever and it becomes very easy. Yep, yeah, the closest I'd ever come before was like Mega Man 10. I think I got to like the last robot master before Wily. I think it was like some sand level and I just got annoyed and I was like, I'll come back to this later. And then 12 years later, I never went back to it. So, Speaking of Mega Man 10, so first of all, thank you for finally getting the poll out there for our... Every uh, every day for a week, Brian going, Jim, get the poll out for the new songs. Jim, get the poll out for the new songs. I'm like, okay, I will. And then I forgot. So we got the poll out. Um, is it closed or is it? No, it's a tomorrow? two-day poll. So okay. I'm, Zelda has a big lead, but yeah. we still have so, about a day. Jim asked on Twitter. Um, by the time you're listening, there's, there's, it's over now. Unfortunately, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Legend of Zelda. Like Jim said, it, it was still in the league pretty heavily, which that actually surprised me. Mario's getting stopped. Well, what shocks me is of those three. I think the least impressive music is from Legend of Zelda. And I'm not saying it has bad music, but I would say Sonic and Super Mario are known for their tracks more than Zelda. I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, if it is Zelda, once I finish up the Mega Man games, um, I'll probably do a few little, like, filler ones, and I'm combining all the Mega Mans into one big video, and that'll culminate into a top ten best Mega Man songs out of the entire franchise mainline. So if you're wondering about how come I, ha- I didn't do Game Boy games or the X series, I look at those as their own things. I may X go back. is their own series. That's another fucking yeah. 10 games for you. So. Exactly. So I was like, let me just do the numbered. 1 through 11, get them out. But you talking about 10. So that video comes out uh, tomorrow, but by the time you're seeing this video, it's, it's Tuesday this week I released it. And that's been the hardest game in terms of how to narrow it down to six. Like, there's so many good tracks in that game. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like, it was so close. So I'm still, like, I'm furious because, like, there's some I really wanted to get in there. And I'm like, I, I, I got six spots. That's all I can do. So are you doing Mega Man 11 as well? Yep. That's yeah. Another, okay. Yeah. So that'll be the last, Meg- like I said, last main Mega Man and then... I, like I said, I may do, like, the best stage select or opening or endings, like, for sixes and then also top ten. So that'll finish it off because it'll give me time then to also go through, listen to all Legend of Zelda or whatever it is, and start those lists, too. Um, Mega Man 11, there's a game I had no patience for. I don't think I made it through, like, one level. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, I heard not good things. Yeah, you hear definitely more bad than good about that one. 
yeah. I I don't know the soundtrack at all, so that'll be my next one I listen to. So we shall see. Probably the only bright spot. <laughs> but it is funny because I, I am very familiar with the original Legend of Zelda, and if I have to start with that, there's literally only there's six like five main songs tracks. <laughs> yeah, there's six main tracks. So I'm like, that first list is going to be, here's, like, you could add in those, like, five-second loops of things, but I'm like, you know me. I'm only going to do major songs are going to make the list. So it's like, yeah, the six songs of the game. You'll be like, huh, I feel like you just covered all of them. Sure did. Like when, we made, there, like, what, like when we made the top five NES, ga- NES football games, it's like, there's only five games. Or, or top five, like, fighting games, you're like, there's only five. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, people are like, oh, you didn't have that Japanese-only game. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, shut up. God. Shut up, nerd. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, as far as gaming, I did since last week. I finished Dark Watch. Really, really, really fun game. I think even for someone like you, very casual, like, but it's a really well-done shooter. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's... eight to ten hours maybe so it's not the longest game in the world you could like it's one of those games that it's like you can have evil choices or good choices which will dictate the end so that's a game i might go back to one day and see what the evil version is but really fun game um i launched from that right to the last of us um it's it's been on my list for so long. I played it years ago. Right? Do you want to watch it before you're watching the show? Well, what's funny is I started the first episode. My wife was like, "I don't know if I really feel like watching." I I said it's a video game show, and she went, "I don't want to watch it." And then as it was on, she was getting into it, and she's now she's like, "I want to." So now I'm like still stuck on the first episode because she wants to watch it. But um, yeah, that. That did help me want to get into it. And what I'm trying to do is be far enough in the game that I'm ahead of the episodes, if that makes sense. So I'm definitely a few hours into the game already. And I'll tell you what, like already what I'm into, every praise I got back then, shocker, it's, it deserves it, at least from my perspective. So that is one I want to get around to. That's part of that PlayStation Plus collection on PS5 that's going away. So yeah, you better. Yeah. So with that, didn't didn't they say so? As long as you download them and you're still subscribed, you'll keep them. Yeah. Yeah. So you better just yeah just download all the games and keep them on your hard drive. Yeah, I gotta go buy another hard drive and hook it up to it. But yes, yeah, I will be uh, doing that. And I am struggling to try to properly get. Uh, I'll never say the name right. Uh, the one Zwick requested. Oh, Kudelka or whatever? Yeah. We'll talk about that. We may need to talk to Zwick. <laughs> Logistically about how we get the footage. And it's, yeah. So, it's. I'll tell you what. I played the first 30 minutes to an hour. A fascinating concept. Like, do you know anything about it? Not really. Imagine Resident Evil. It's in a Scottish castle. But it's an RPG, so you never see the enemies. It's just every couple seconds, all of a sudden, the screen converts to an RPG, and it's a turn-based system. Huh. But it's like Resident Evil. So, interesting concept, but I can tell you within the first half an hour, you can't take goddamn five steps without... And then you gotta sit through that, and I'm like... And even on the emulator, it's got that PS load time, and I'm like... 
So yeah, I'm trying to see if I can correctly capture the footage and go through it, but we'll talk about it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Jim. 300 bucks, don't be a bitch. I mean, is that for what? For just the disc? No, that's for I the whole like thing. Oh, see, I saw it much more expensive. Maybe you saw it somewhere better. Yeah, I mean, some eBay, it was around the 300s for, you know, the discs and the manual and all the case and all. Yeah. Zwick, we love you, but uh, there may be a, we might need a different game. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it because, hey, so far, it would be the first Patreon request that we might have to change. But uh, with that, Chambers, what questions do we got this week? Because we do love you guys. Oh, yeah. Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, uh, only one question this week. Hmm. So, from Michael Soto. Uh, we, we had a shitload of questions the past few, so no complaints here. <laughs> uh, with all the controversy around the new Harry Potter game, mainly the trans community, I'm just curious... How many copies are you guys buying? I think I'm getting it for PlayStation and eventually the Switch as well. I'm not letting the muggles stop me from living out my best wizard life. Well, funny enough, I did add, add it on later so we can just talk about it now. Um, so the reviews are already out for it and it's gotten praised out the ass, which I know you and I said, I was wondering, like, would it just be bashed automatically? Like, where it's like, oh, this is a dog shit game and review bombed. And apparently the answer is no. People seem to really enjoy the game. It's getting, yeah, those are some pretty <coughs> damn high scores just all across the board. There's like two that were like not good. Um, here's the deal. I said the game looks good. I could imagine if I was really into Harry Potter, I would like, this would be a dream game. I don't know Harry Potter games like, if they used to be good, if they were ever good, I know I know nothing of it, but this definitely looked cool. The hype was real. The outrage, I, 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 I've said it many times. I found it a little unfounded just because you're connecting the ultimate creator of the universe versus the people who busted their ass as game developers. It's like two different entities almost. So I kind of go, yeah, you're not really like... I, I, I don't buy into that. If you buy it, you're not supporting tra trans people. I think that's a weird fallacy. And it's the weirdest game I've ever seen where people are trying to, like, demand you don't buy it. It's like, no one's saying you have to buy it. But to say you can't, is a it's a weird thing. Um, all that being said, it is also funny I read that in the first, like, 20 minutes and a big plot point is, like, uh, a trans character you have to play with in the game in the Harry Potter universe so that was put in there right away um, if it's ever free it might already be free maybe one day down the line if I for some reason want to play a Harry Potter game I'd play it but it's nothing I'm gonna I definitely won't buy it it would have to be free and I'd have to really be in the mood for it because as I said I don't care about the series I'm not a big fan of it I'll watch the movies if they're on, and that's about as far as my caring of Harry Potter goes. Yeah, I was never going to buy it anyway. Like, yeah. I don't care about your stupid world for babies and shit like that and fucking wizards and crap like that. I don't fucking care. So I was never going to buy it as is. Um, I, mean, I mean, I guess we have to talk about it with the whole thing. Like, I, I, I get it. 
because JK is very, very outspoken with, I mean, she's gone. I think it started as like, like casual, like, you know, questioning of stuff. And then after the outrage, it turned into like, she's a billion. It's what we're seeing with like stupid fucking Musk where they're billionaires with nothing to lose. So they're just like digging deeper into like whatever thing they have, they get pushed back on. So like she could truly hate trans people too. It, it's also funny to see how like, you know, what was it five, ten years ago? Like all of a sudden, everyone hated her because they made Dumbledore gay. And they're like, oh, Harry Potter's gone woke. This is ridiculous. <laughs> now everyone who complained about it back then, you know, was like, you know, cheering her on and spite buying her products because she's against trans people. So it's just it's so stupid that this stupid little fucking stupid Wizards for Babies goddamn world is what's turned into a culture war. Like, it's the tipping point. Like, I I definitely like. I, I'm not going to think less of people who go out and buy it, but I mean, I can definitely see where they're coming from because she has said basically like, look, people keep buying my stuff, so I must be right. So that's once again, I know. And you know me, I know. I don't even know. Like, I just know that she's involved with it, but I don't know a single thing done, said. I don't, I'm not on the internet. I don't care. Right. that, That, you know, you know me. So, and that's also, that's kind of a thing where like, <coughs> excuse me, like the boycott, like it's not going to work out because one, enough people aren't going to care in general Two, the fucking Harry Potter fans are just going to buy their stupid wizard game anyway. Cause they glom up all that shit. So like, but it's, it's like also, any fan base. It's like star Wars. It's like all of them. It's Disney. I, you and I've said it. If you, if you want to take that stance, then you got to start taking stances on everything. Stop using smartphones. Stop buying Nike. Stop use like, go down the line. Because someone at the top of most of those companies, like Activision, are people still playing Activision games? And Blizzard? Yep. Like, where something I would say potentially, like, you see the things that happen there and you go, wow, that's really worse. I don't know. It's one of those deals where I just go, I've never seen, and you know, because I'm not online, but when I do go online, man, the outrage of like, if you're buying this, you're making a statement. It's like, well, don't take it that far. That's the part I have an issue with. Like, you can't just say that blank blanket statement because then it's like, well, what if you're someone who doesn't know because you're you're not living on the internet? Unfortunately, that's a very easy way to have people who either don't know or aren't invested to push them straight the other way. That's, because, well, that's what I'm saying is, yeah, that's a problem. Because you, you can't just tell people, like, it's like anything else if you try to tell people what to buy and what not to buy. Like, if it's something that doesn't affect them and, like, you're saying, if you buy this, you're an asshole. Like, well, f- fuck you. I don't know you. I don't care about you. And then they yeah. just run in spite by it or shit like that, which yeah. it, it's stupid. It, like, here's a, here's a thing I get, though, where they're like, you know, if you say you're an ally, then it's the least you can do is just not buy one I think at like the core of it, that's what what their main argument is, just to try and like, just to get like just a little thing to say, hey, like we understand. I think that's what they're mainly coming from, is to be like, look, we know she's a shitty person. We don't have to buy one game from a franchise. Fine, that's what they're getting at. Hmm. And, like, see, here's the thing, like me being the online guy, like I talk to a lot of trans people at this point, so I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm super ally. I'm not saying like you know I'm not buying the game because I'm an ally. I just think you know. Harry Potter's stupid, so I can't take credit for that. So, 
it, but it's the thing where it's like I, I see where they're coming from, but I also see a lot of them who are also just like going so hard in the dirt. Because like I've had some come at me before and be like, oh, we've got to, you know, I wish we could just erase kindergarten cop from history. And it's like, why? And because they bring up the boys have penises, girls have vagina line. And they're like, that's problematic. We have to clearly. And that's when I go, see, that's where you're going too far. That's where you're going to push people away if you're jumping down their throats about something as harmless as kindergarten cop. Yeah. Like, I can see your point. If you want to point out something, that's fine. But when you, like, freak out about it, that's when you that's when you push people away, basically, from your cause. Mm. So, like, yeah, five years ago, it could have been very easy for me to go, oh, you're all just fucking weird anyway. I don't care about the stupid wizard game, but if people buy it, whatever. I see their point. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's like, luckily, I don't have to care about Harry Potter. No. But, yeah. I mean... I, I did see them all, like, kind of like with uh, Forspoken when, like, a couple early clips came out that were, like, kind of stupid and cringe. And they were like, oh, see, all you Sprite buyers are buying a shit game. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. And now it's all coming out the Universal Reviews. It's like, up, oh, jumping the gun on that. Yeah, it's, um, I didn't doubt that this game was going to sell well. I did, I, what you and I doubted was, <clears throat> how would it get reviewed? Would it be in context of everything we're talking about, or would it be on the basis of the game? Without playing the game, I can't say if the reviews are right or not, but it seems pretty universal. It's a good game, so I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, said. when I saw the first clip, we talked about it when they were they showed the preview. I was like, oh, this looks cool, and then it said Harry Potter, and I was like, ah, I'm out. I don't care. So, <laughs> right, right. For so goddamn long, Harry Potter fans are like the most annoying goddamn people in the world, and they... It's like Jim, but to be fair, it was initially Star Wars fans. There's still Star. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like it was. There only was like Star Wars fans like that, and then Star Trek, shit like that. Then Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Like, it, it's just it, it's another thing now. Right now, it's I don't know what the equivalent would be. But you know, there was Hunger Games for a while. Those fans were annoying. like, "There's always a Hunger Games fans. was never as big though. It was like no, Harry never, Potter and then straight I mean. Marvel, where like everything got like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you could use that. So it's like that shit is always gonna be it. And you coming from the camp of Star Wars and Star Trek, it is funny though. It's like, yeah, let if if people were obsessed with their, as you put it, the little wizard world. It's like, it's not for me. Like I said, I, I don't give a shit about it. I've seen each movie once. That's my knowledge of Harry Potter. I don't care. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's one of those deals where, to Jim's point, I, I do get what you're saying. But, yeah, jumping down the throat of someone who may or may not even know what the hell you're talking about. Because, like I said, I couldn't quote a single thing. I, I just know the headline news of, like, JK is in trouble for saying certain things. That's that's the extent of what I know. I don't know what was actually said. I'm like, I don't care because I'm not going to be buying books. I've never bought a book anyway. I, I don't give a shit. So, yeah. Not, I mean, in a lot of ways, they are desperate for a win. Because if you look <laughs> at politics around the country, like certain states, it's getting rough for them. So I think they're like really hoping for a win. And I think a part of it, too, is like for a lot of them, it's, this probably was their escapism as a kid that like that they're yeah. feel, they feel betrayed now by now. So yeah, it's probably like it's probably hitting extra close to home and shit like that. Oh no, and I I Oh no. Don't get me twisted. If you don't want to support it, I say I go a thousand percent. And even say they're fucked up, whatever. It's like but turning on people like who might not know any better, 
is the wrong move too. Right. Like, yeah, like you said, if there's shitheads that are spitefully doing it to say like F you do it, different story. Right. But if there's an idiot like me who doesn't know any better, it's like, and then you wanted to hate, it's like, well, now that's, that's a little too far. Yeah, like if you never tweet anything and then like you randomly like, oh, I'm going to hop on Twitter. Hey, look what I'm playing. And then your things just, brrr. I mean, like, yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, again, with people, t- you know, taking it too hard in the paint, like they recently had a showed a thing today where like someone made basically a tracker to show which Twitch streamers are playing high quality. Yeah, that's too far. And, and you're only doing that to have people go there and hate watch on them. To send and the hate mobs, yeah. Which is, that's not cool. Because, once again, there are people, how do I say this, that deserve that type of shit. There are pieces of shit out there. Yeah. And someone just playing a game, like... Who might not have any idea of why you're they're being hated on now? They'll be like, "What the fuck?" So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just always say, like, don't assume everyone is in the same line of thinking as you, or even knows what the hell you're upset about. Like, you first got to understand: Do they even know why I'm mad? Okay, now talk to them. It, it, it's very Twitter. It's very Reddit. So, yeah, I mean, that's, no, it's, I, it's a very online thing. <laughs> but were you shocked too, though, how good of reviews it's getting? Oh, completely. I I yeah. did not. One, I didn't know where reviewers would go with it. For one, mm-hmm. just with all the you know, it's a fire, it's a powder keg right now. And then two, I mean, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, a good game's a good game if it's getting this many scores. Jim, what's the the next week and a half of YouTube videos look like? What's the what, what is the title of the videos talking about the Harry Potter controversy? Oh, it's already, it's already fucking out there. Harry is Potter. Is it already? Wow. It's already out there. <laughs> I'm sure someone's going to say Hogwarts Legacy went woke because they put a trans character in there. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be the, the, that <clears throat> video that you least suspect. Well, yeah, there'll be the contrarian ones. They'll be like, can you believe how many people don't support? Can you believe it's woke? Can you believe uh, the backlash of... What you know? Something I'm, I'm sure the quartering has like seven videos on it already and shit like that. I mean, it is like I'm sure a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is going to be the next GamerGate." And surprisingly, I guess you know, at the end of the day, a good game's a good game. Jim, now I heard everything you said. Yeah, but let me ask you one thing. Yeah, is there a part of you? Because I know you love watching chaos and Sue. Right. If that were to win Game of the Year. Would that make you laugh? A part of me, part of me would probably laugh. Just from the shit posting part of you, the, the, the shit poster in me would sit back and laugh and be like, "Oh, well, I got a firestorm to watch." But part of me is also like, "Man, I don't want to fucking." Well, you sit know through. that's not going to happen for e- it, it's number not, one. We're getting what? Hades too. We're getting God of War or no God of War already. Happened. God of War is last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's going to be enough other games. But I'm just saying, like it's going to be one of those. You know, it's going to be contender. I'll tell you that right now. If it's getting scores like this, I mean, in the early going of the year for AAA games, yeah, I mean, but it's not going to. It's I, I would. I bet we, a we have a long year. It's only early February, yeah, so exactly. There, I'm sure we can crap out five games to put on a list. That actually, speaking of game of the year nominees, our poor bloody, uh, bloody. Our poor buddy Blade Blur, uh, he's trying to go through like all the, like the indie hits from last year for a video, and he just got done stray, and he's like, "Why was this the indie game that they put on all the Game of the Year lists?" Exactly, exactly. But bright kitty memes. 
But Jim, like just like certain lists I did, I, I mean, I was right about that game. <laughs> well, you said, hon, before we get to that, you said we only had the one question. Yeah, that's the only question for this week. So once, let me just double check real quick. Once again, yes, thank you. Uh, yep, that's the only one. So okay. once again, yep, thank you, Michael Soto. Thank you for the question. Thank you to our patrons for the support. Slow week for the questions, but hey, what are you going to do? No, we appreciate it, guys. All right, Chambers, so did that sour beer get any better? Yeah, it's cooled. It's calmed down into like a more standard sour. So it's fine. It's nothing groundbreaking. I think it's also been a while since I've had a sour beer. So mm. maybe those first couple sips were just like, oh, holy shit, I was not used to this. We're prepared for it. But I mean, it's fine. You get those definitely that raspberry note in there. It is still very tart. But um, again, if you don't like sours, stay away from it. Is there anything you think you'll get again? Probably not. I'm not out of not liking it, but it's kind of it's kind of ho hum. So I could probably get like a bunch of other sours and still get the same experience. Yeah, nice. Well, I'll probably avoid that one. Uh, <clears throat> this, as I said, the Whitman. I would suggest it if you are looking for a very easy drinking beer, and more importantly, if you can find it, I would suggest it. But moving right along, the next one in the 12 beers is the Weininger Homat Weiss beer. So this is a Hefeweizen. So I haven't taken a sip yet. I'm letting the head settle a little bit. Um, a li definitely more cloudy like you would expect from a Hefeweizen. I'm trying to get it in here. And <clears throat> what I would hope is you get that kind of banana flavor with like a little bit of pepper little bit of clove it's 5.6 percent so it's a little stronger but it's still on the weaker side of craft beers that we usually have brian it's funny you're going to be finishing up your christmas beers in uh february i still haven't even gotten my 12 pack of stone brewing ipas so <laughs> might be march when i finally break into that kind of thing you better get it done before may jim oh yeah i will have to do that before may <laughs> Maybe like that'll like wear you out, and then you'll be ready to be done with IPAs again. Yeah, I know, right? After a couple weeks straight of IPAs, I'm like, fuck, enough. It'll be the easiest no IPA may ever. Yeah, I try to overdo it with in April with my IPAs, just so I, I got my fix. I'm good. And then a month without, it's cakewalk. Because at this point now, between fall and winter, I'm usually trying other beers anyway, so... Yeah, especially, we're, we're definitely the type to hit up the seasonals when the seasons come around. Flavor of life, Jim. But, Brian, we have to just keep drinking IPAs all the time and wear ironic t-shirts and have weird curly mustaches. Damn it, Jim. I would like to see you with a curly mustache. That would be hilarious. I would like to see me with a mustache that connected to my beard. But, Jim, that's why dudes did the curly mustache, because they couldn't grow a full beard, but they can grow it out. I wonder if you... You get, I mean, you kind of get curly hair up top. I wonder if your if your facial hair would get curly. I don't know. Like my mustache annoys the shit out of me because, like, if it gets long enough, yeah, like, like it just goes like straight out. Unless I like wax the bejesus out of it. Yeah, like yeah, like out. You know, profile it just shot. Goes it'll that be, way. It'll be going this way. You could be like the dude, but from, but it's um, only like to this point where it goes this way, and then the rest will go like this. <laughs> so like the rest of my face, I'm. But Jim, Full you could tart. kind of be like Full the dude tart from beer. Mythbusters. Yeah, kind of, kind of like an awful Jamie. Can can you just let that grow now? Now I want to see it. 
No. Because I still need to work a real job. Not famous enough to pull out dumb shit like that. Come on, Jim. Oh, tasty beer. All right, Chambers. So, got some uh, some feedback about a video. And and uh, I want to let you... You butt fucker. <laughs> you, you sneaky dick shit. Fucking I'm logging into the goddamn actual <laughs> account for once. I did it on purpose because I know. I one. know you did. So for those of you who don't know, uh, but if you're watching this, chances are you do know. I've released the top six worst controller video, and it's something I've been thinking about, but it was cemented after Jim's terrible take with the whole Arlo thing. I was like, all right, I have an idea. I'm gonna put this together, and I was putting together a thumbnail, and initially, I had a different controller. I had the picture because we use a version of Adobe where we can actually like legally use the, the picture I have. And I'm like, that's a funny picture. And I was like, I know what would really piss Jim off. And that's the sole driver of that picture is I know this will really piss off Jim <laughs> and he'll be mad that it kind of looks good. Like I it know look that. Good. You know what else I'm mad about? Some of the points. I was like, all right, fair. <laughs> Yep. You're still a little bit more fair than I was expecting. I I, 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 I said, I, I, I do can appreciate tell... you saying Jim is a blub for one of the points. <laughs> I, I could tell. Here's the deal. I could tell you were definitely like, like, oh, God, this list is going to be terrible. And I know instinctually you actually don't think it's as terrible as you thought it was going to be because you didn't give me any shit after the fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't think it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. You did you expect me to include like Genesis or something? I was fully expecting the three-button Genesis controller. Now, as much as I give that controller shit for its faultings, it's not a bad controller. And, and I did like that your complaints about the Wii U controller were, like, the legitimate complaints. Like, the short battery life, the the Wi-Fi on it gets, like, wonky. Yeah, I... Listen, and I, and I did try to preface it. Now, I wasn't going to do it in the title because it would take too long, but... I'm not going to, I wasn't putting any third party peripherals. I wasn't putting things that didn't come with the system. The purpose was like, yeah, of course you could do the fucking Sega actuator or the, the, uh, power glove and the million other very goofy controllers that were dog shit. You could do all those, but I was like, no. And all these I legit have used at one point or another. I've never used the Atari 5,800 or 7,200. So I can't. I can't comment on like how shitty those are. I know they look shitty. Your your plug and play controller is kind of like a seventy eight hundred controller. Yeah, so it's like I can't comment on that. And I I looked at it. Hey, I've said many times to Jim, I love the Dreamcast. But I know that's a bad controller. And like I said, the hot topic one was because of the picture, the Wii U. And like I said, I think I think you appreciate that. I was definitely more fair than. I think you also were probably happy I put the Dreamcast in there. I was happy to see the Dreamcast, and you even used my line. Which one, one was that? One, one stick in a dual shock world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hey, it's it's a good line. Now listen. In fairness, I know this is not the list you would have made, um, but base kit. The only one I would have swapped out if if I swapped any of them out is you could have put the Sega Master System controller in there. Yeah, I fucking hate that controller. But once again. I've never actually used it. I've seen it. I've never actually used it. I've heard the D-pad is atrocious on it. It is. But 
if I haven't played it, I don't know. But honestly, knowing all those rules, you know my list holds water. Right. Of course, you did the smart thing and did the clickbaity headline. Of course. So. I mean, that that's the one. That if I, I, can't, any, I can't argue that point. Yeah. So I had to put the one that's going to be like, why in God's name would you put that there? Of like, I do believe it giving my criteria. I, I completely believe I'm correct. And I actually had a whole bunch of other points on the Wii U. To, like, here's the deal. My biggest issue is, especially after using it at your house, it just doesn't use, like, the number of games that don't use the screen, it was a wasted potential that it wasn't fully flushed out. It gave us a Switch. What it led to was more impressive than what it was. Yeah, and You know what? I wish the Switch, even though that would have taken away from the portability, I wish it had the, ex except... I do like that they switched up the triggers, because like on the Wii, yes. like the bumpers are up here and the triggers are down here. That's probably my biggest. It's, complaint it's very that and that, and when I played Mario Kart at your place with that, I remember thinking, "This is awful." Like I did not like the finger placement. It's not a matter of it not of my fingers being too big or too like it was more of like, this just doesn't feel good. It was they had to do what Nintendo does best, which was be too gimmicky. As much as I give the Wii shit. Those Wii motes worked fine. I didn't actually have an issue with them. I, I don't like using them, but I didn't have an actual issue with them. Um, See, I think the Wii U gamepad's really comfortable, and I think people would like the Switch more if it had like the body shape of the Wii U. But I mean, honestly, when I bought my third-party controller for a Switch, I use that. I never use a Switch unless I'm actually on the go with the screen. Yeah, I I apps, dude. That honestly, I almost considered putting this switch. I, I'm actually shocked you didn't put the Joy Cons on there. I was gonna put those in that whatever the fuck mold it comes in, because my hands are way too giant for that shit, and those buttons are way too small. And goddamn, playing multiplayer with those—if you have to split one set of Joy Cons—I had to do it with my son, and that made me go out and buy three like third-party controllers. I was like, "Fuck this! <laughs> I'm never doing this again." Um. But no, I mean, so from my list, I mean, do, would, knowing all that, do you agree with my list? Um, I probably would have found stuff that, like, I definitely would have kept, like, Jaguar on there. I've never used, I've maybe used it for, like, five, ten minutes, a Jaguar controller. It's so, so awful. My, my rich buddy growing up had it, and I played, like, Doom and one of the flying ones that you're on a grid, and then... There, there, there's a few whatever games and i remember like why is it so like what the f how do you hold it was so stupid yeah that just looks uncomfortable i would have kept that on there i would have kept dreamcast on there uh the cdi i know someone was trying to like justify the cdi and like yeah the three button controller is comfortable but that wasn't a pack-in until i don't know if that was ever a pack-in maybe like the last model that came out yeah. like before that it was that god-awful infrared remote controller with the, the stick in the middle yeah. Like, that's a complete dog shit controller. I'm actually shocked you didn't do, like, Intellivision or Coleco. I thought about that, but I... As bad as they were, I feel like you and I had a lot of fun playing those when I was over. And it wasn't great, but it was also... I, I almost give it a pass. It's like, what else do you expect from the first consoles? Yeah. That, yeah there, there, there's a, there's a m mindset I went with that. I went... Uh, okay, there's there's some leniency I'm gonna give to the first consoles. So yeah, Master System I would have definitely had on my list. Yeah. Um, would you leave the Duke? I don't hate the Duke. 
See, that, I, here now I do want to. That, that would one that thing. would maybe be like a number six on my list. Like so, I don't, which I don't is why it, it was number yeah. six. Here's my deal: the absolute upgrade from that Duke to the next the next controller on even the original Xbox was so massive because it made so much sense. That Duke was so stupid. It, it was just annoying to even look at. And as a kid, it was just such a goddamn hunk of like fuck that I was just like, I'm. No, that controller, I don't care what you say. Like, Xbox and PlayStation are the kings of making good controllers since then. Yeah. That that thing was an abomination. Um, yeah. It's a, it's and a I, know, I, I know you would never put the N64. I know you have a, a very big love for it. But of the, the Nintendo controllers, like you I said... Mean, I guess I probably would have to put the N64 controller on there, even though I have more problems personally with the GameCube controller than I do the N64 controller, hmm. which I know is blasphemy, but at least the N64 controller was like a product of its time when people were still trying to figure shit out where like the GameCube controller just held back the GameCube from so much, like only having one bumper, having a useless second stick, having a basically useless D pad, uh, I appreciate the button, what they, the idea behind the button placement, but it's still goofy. It is. It, I mean, let's be honest. After the NES and Super NES, all Nintendo controllers are fucking weird. They set the standard for controllers with those two, and then said, "Let's get goofy with everyone since then." Yeah. Why? Like, if I had to pick an, a Nintendo controller, I would probably put the Joy Cons on there. If I was being honest, yeah. but if like if I was gonna make like. Part of me is like, maybe we should make like an overrated controller list. Because I would definitely put the the GameCube controller on there. The GameCube controller is lucky because it's ridiculously comfortable, which is very important, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's got one of the best analog sticks out there. The problem is, it's only got the one analog stick. And the fucking design kept it from having, you know, all the games that every other game from that console generation could have had. So, yeah. I uh, trust me. I really did consider putting the Joy Cons, but I was like, I don't need to put three Nintendo consoles on here. <laughs> True, and and <clears throat> I can deal with the Joy Cons when they're attached to a system. If I only counted them with the separate thing, yeah, they would. If, if like they didn't have the option to be on the sides, it, it'd been game over. That would have been on there without doubt. Oh yeah, like when I'm doing my game capture, like I don't like using that center thing. Like when you know, just using it as like the. You don't have like, like a third party or pro controller? I do. I actually do have a pro controller and I do have a third party one, but I just get lazy and I was like, all right, just let me stick this in here for some quick game capture. Damn it, Jim. And I don't use it enough on my TV to like keep them all like charged enough to go back to them quickly. So, and the other thing with the Wii U, which I didn't know until like really looking into this shit when I was making the list is that they're only you, paired with the console. You can't just get another you, thing. You can't. Yeah. And it's like, so right there, it kills it too. Like, yeah, there's yeah, so many a, problems it, with it. It's got a ton of hardware issues. Like I'll admit it, it's got a ton of hardware issues. I just think it's, I think I just really like how comfortable it is. Like I just really enjoyed holding it and playing with it. But it's got a ton of hardware issues. And like I said, I get it when you hear the term "worst" and you don't have the context of what it is. Because at the end of the day, hey, the thumbnail it is meant to be like what the fuck, but. <clears throat> like I said, yeah, if I added in peripherals, then the whole goddamn list would have been peripherals. Like, it, you could fill that to the brim with terrible design, third-party, haphazard bullshit. 
Oh god, if if mine like 100% worked, I would love to see you try and dick around with the fucking ColecoVision Pro controller. That is the most haphazard, goddamn ridiculous mess of a controller that's ever been made. Like you have four buttons on the fin and the full thing up here and a stick up here and a, like a swivel bar over here. Like it's a goddamn nightmare. Well, trust me, I look when I saw some of the controllers, which I never even knew. Like there's this one thing that's shaped in like a U. I forget what it's called. It. It looks ridiculous. Um, oh, what is that? The uh, the Amiga CD32 controller, I think. I don't. I don't even know what it was. To it was just so goddamn goofy looking. Um, but I would, you know, like the Sega Activator. I heard is notoriously dog shit. I would love oh, yeah, to that see thing you play work. that. I, <laughs> I really wanted it when I was a kid, but I, I've heard since it doesn't work. <laughs> and I would. E- and it's funny because I even considered like we talked about it. Like they connect, but like I. I don't know. I don't look at that really as a controller, even though I know there are connect only games, but the games I actually had personally, I didn't have a problem with. So I can't say like I had that experience of it being bad. Like I know it wasn't fully realized and you and I talked about that. Like it w- that's another kind of wasted potential trying some weird shit that didn't really pan out, but it also wasn't like a mandatory to play base games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously neither you or I had, like, the notorious games for it. Like, like yeah. so- what is it? Sonic Free Riders, I think it was called, and, like, mm-hmm. the DBZ game and yeah. everything on that Star Wars game that wasn't the Dance Dance Re- the Dance Central clone and, like, Steel Battalion. Like, all the really bad ones. Like, we don't have that. So Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I could, I could, I could doubt when I know when you're silent, I was like, all right, he doesn't disagree with this list as much as he thought he was going to. Yeah, no, I expected to totally hate it. And I was like, all right, you son of a bitch. You saw Jim as a blob. You're like, okay. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, you dick-sucking cocksucker. You're like, I I know what you're doing now. (laughs) Jim, did you like that? I said for the N64, you had the dick handle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I call it the dick handle. So, Yeah. See, Jim, this wasn't bad. (laughs) As much as you wanted to hate it, you can't. But I, I did I did enjoy the absolute backlash. I I I I bathed in those tears. Of people. <laughs> I know you did. Why I, it made me so happy that I was like, oh my god! Now I see why people feed off negativity. It's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. So yeah, my next list was going to be the worst. Uh, the worst franchise. the worst tweets were like ah a rare dbpgl i was like it's not me it's not me <laughs> that that is what i was feeding off of i was like i know you have to see that and be seething and i also know you're too lazy to respond to all of them so i know you let them sit which i know burned your ass more <laughs> oh yeah i was 100 too lazy i did like i did like a sub tweet to it like i had it to the thread but that was about it so the damage was done by that point anyway yeah but hey jim it did guess the most subscribers, um, more than our last 10 combined videos. I was considering doing next the six worst gaming franchises and just having a picture of Final Fantasy on there. That and Legend of Zelda. Six rapiest franchises and just list all the Smash Brothers games. Yep. But yeah, no, I that was a fun list to make just because I was like, you know what? Oh, I know. The whole time you were going, tee Oh, dude, I was laughing. And, and I, I put Super Mario 2 just for you. <laughs> I could feel the love. I could feel the love through that. 
So let us know in the comments. What else did you not like about my list? Now that you know the context, let's see what your real issue is. Oh, no. Now it's going to get universal love. Yeah. I'm just saying. Let's yeah, see. I'm here, here. I'm just saying. I'm saying a lot of things. Jim. But you know it gets zero love, and it does break my heart a little bit, even though we called it from a million miles away? Back for blood. Rest in peace. So Turtle Rock has announced it's ending support. Now, to be clear, it means it's no longer going to develop any further DLC or events. The game will still run. They'll still have servers. Everything that's in the game now isn't going away. But they basically said, this is a dud product for us. We're not going to keep investing time and, you know, trying to do these events and things like they, I forget how many events they, they have done a good handful of them, um, but no more DLC, no more anything, because basically it didn't sell for shit. The DLC, I mean, at its peak, it had like 10 million people playing, but I, I tried looking up sales figures and it's so convoluted because it was free on game pass. I don't know if it was free. Yeah. So that throws so many numbers where it's like sales aren't the thing. It's really about how many active players you have in a world of Fortnite and PUBG, Call of Duty, all this shit. Like it doesn't matter what your sale number is. It's how many active users you have because you're getting all your money from DLCs, from the game passes and shit like that. And this one just wasn't doing numbers. And Jim and I, we did a demo. We like we were like, oh, okay, cool. And we both walked away the same way. Like, yeah, it's fine, but it's kind of too long. There's something is like, didn't have that Left 4 Dead 2 or Left 4 Dead 1 or 2 feel. It was like something was such so clearly missing. And that sucks because we've been wanting, you know, if Valve maybe ever gets off their ass and does a third one, just like with Half-Life. Uh, Maybe they can rekindle the fire, but I wonder if part of that is also it's a sign of the times. Like right now, younger generations and even ours, all they want is Call of Duty, Fortnite, Battle Royale style. Like that is the game mode. Nobody cares about the online like they used to. And, and especially competitive, not competitive, cooperative online playing games. Like there's not many out there that people like clamor for. The, the the asymmetric definitely got burnt out too. Yeah, it sucks because I love it. I still will always defend Left 4 Dead 2 as my favorite multiplayer experience ever. But yeah, I don't know. That game, I feel like if those levels had been 10 to 15 minutes shorter, not as goddamn gruelingly hard, even though we were on like normal or whatever mode. Yeah, the enemies weren't as spongy. It, it sucks. Not shocking, but Turtle Rock, I mean, actually, wasn't Turtle Rock the ones that did Evolve too? I think so, yeah. So, they said they're, they're excited about their next project. Is, so, asymmetrical games aren't dead, for sure, because Dead by Daylight is still one of the most popular asymmetrical games out there. Right. And there is a market for it, but is it just the market of the Horde-based asymmetrical maybe dead you know what it is it's any game that's a live service basically where they're meant to be played you know a lot and continuously and you're meant to log in to get your daily your bonuses or your weekly bonuses and do the events and buy the dlc and shit like yeah that. and i mean love them or hate them what do you call it you know, like 
Jim, Jim, Stephanie Sterling, whatever. Uh, they had a good video today where it was basically like talking about all these live service games that have been out and dead within a year. And there's just so, like everyone. It's like what we saw with first person shooters. It's like what we saw with any genre like battle royales, any genre that gets popular. Yeah. Everyone rushes out to try and get their piece of the pie and to try and copy the formula to tr- strike it rich and it never works out. So there's only enough time the day for like, like Dead by Daylight is the asymmetrical game. Like that's the one that people yeah. go to. That's the Fortnite of asymmetrical. Fortnite is the Fortnite of Battle Royale at this point. Like yeah. PUBG's still around, but it's basically dead. Warzone's the only real competitor to it. Uh, and Warzone is basically just was the next step from original COD players who never converted to PUBG or uh, Fortnite. So right. that was the logical, you're still doing COD, but really you're doing a battle royale. Yep. Even going back to when everyone was trying to copy World of Warcraft and there were all the MMOs that came out. They mm-hmm. all came and went. It's just there's only so much time and so much space out there. And yeah. at the end of the day, the Coke and Pepsi is what's going to win over, you know, Shasta. Everything else. <laughs> Couldn't even say Dr. Pepper. You just had to say Shasta. <coughs> Excuse me. No, but here's my – here's – so, like, you know, I talked – I've said there's been many games and good games. Uh, VHS, uh, uh, Puppet – or Puppet there, – there's been a bunch of asymmetrical horror games that are actually really fun. Um, there's going to be a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming out that's asymmetrical that looks great. I just don't know if they're Killer giving... Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns. I think it's just yeah. too late. Like, it's like too Evil late. Dead came and went. Uh, yeah. And and Evil Dead. Actually, it's funny. I just started replaying it because they added a Battle Royale mode in that game. And I see these, these developers, like you just said, they're just saying, like, how do we make it popular? But that is the problem. I think you hit the nail on the head, which is... You got to stop making every game be like, if you don't dedicate all your time, you're not going to unlock all the things like allow games to just breathe and live as their own thing. And maybe like instead of just always aiming at like we're going to compete with Fortnite, realize like you're not But like it's the same as like if you were a YouTuber and be like, I'm going to be the next PewDiePie. You're not. You're definitely not like just aim Aim at a realistic target. Not quick saying- side note. Quick side note to cut you off. I love the fucking meme going around of, what the fuck? I thought PewDiePie was a gamer because he did his announcement that him and his wife are pregnant. <laughs> Can I also say, like, ah! yeah, I, I saw great. that too, but I also saw, like, now the number of gaming channels cover. And don't get me wrong. I, I used to watch a lot of his videos when he was a horror game streamer and, like, all that. But, like, gaming channels covering that. I'm like, and I know there's a big thing going on right now, uh, speaking of videos, that I'm seeing about, like, the retro problem and the clickbait and this. And you see all that bullshit and you go, one, the disingenuous nature of people shitting on that, like, did you not think that YouTube's always been about clickbait? Like, are you just now discovering that? And and two, like, the Clickbait issue, and copying, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then... Now the people dogpiling on that, you're doing the thing you, you're bitching about. You're trying to get views off of a thing. Like, like, oh, it, I, I love that one guy made that first one with like, you know, the four or five videos in a row that all had the retro problem with the YouTubers on there. Yeah. Which poor RGT85, at least he had the first one. Shit. Yeah. And he well, had a point. And then everyone copied him. 
So, you know, so, and then you get the copycats of people just copying and pasting that same picture and going, oh, man, look at YouTube. And then eventually it's just like, so you're complaining about people copying each other while you're copying the tweet that got it for clout. Like, That's my point. It's an, inception, it's an inception moment there. It's like two layers deep of like, you're doing the thing that you hate. I think, you know what I think the number one problem is? And I actually watched his video. I thought I agreed with pretty much all of his points. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that like he had nobody, a very specific anecdote. It was a good video. <laughs> yes, and nobody probably actually watched it. They just see that everyone has that. I think the number one problem that sparked that is the per, one of those people who fo followed him, like Lady Decade. Just, yeah, Lady Decade was the no, first I'm one to saying, go after like, it. Yeah, her going after it, and she brings a lot of negativity for good reason. I'll say. I'm just gonna say that, and that probably drug it down into like. The hate mobs, which now RGT85 has to eat some hate, nothing to do with him. So it's like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just fucking stupid goddamn YouTube. But, but so it's so fucking stupid. But it's like, so like that brings us back though, this copy and paste, let's see what's popular. These companies are like, oh, the, the business model for Fortnite and all this. You know, Back for Blood, I appreciate you want it to be a free game. There's that vampire game coming out, if it didn't already, that's a asymmetrical uh, – we talked about it with um, – uh, fuck, with, with Snestrunk. I forget what it's called, but basically it, it looks cool. It's like Left 4 Dead, but with vampires. And, like, you have oh, I do remember hearing hunters. about this, yeah. It looks really cool, but I can guarantee you it's probably going to die on the cross, no pun intended. And it's ah, one of ah, it's ah. one of these deals where I pray that that it just doesn't have the game pass method and this and that. I, oh, I they all know. they all thought they were just going to have their game that's going to make infinite money, and then without realizing there's only so much time and money to go around. Yeah, like you and I have defended and talked about to death, <coughs> Titanfall. That's a series that was criminally underrated. It is such an amazing shooter. Never got the time of day for one reason or another. I mean, it was just, unfortunately, in the era of Call of Duty and Battlefield. And yep. nobody wanted mech suits and this and that. No one wanted to even give it a chance. It sucks more shit like that. And I'm sure when some people do an analysis, dive deep, and say, well, when Call of Duty was running wild, here's the hidden gem FPS games. And, like... Titanfall like, 2 is going to be at the top of all those lists. Yep. Yeah, like, and things like Titanfall fucking evolve, like we've talked about. Like, these games that are really good games. There's no reason they're not good games. Just, I don't know. They don't catch fire. It sucks. Well, Evolve had a terrible launch. Well, so. the launch and the DLC right off the bat. Yeah, all that bullshit aside. And the server times. and But, like, once a game was working, it's as fun as any game. Oh, yeah. No, it was a really fun game when it worked. It just never worked. So then people yeah. stopped trying. So I don't know. I, I think it sucks. I don't. I didn't want that for Back for Blood. I'm not shocked about it. I'm curious to see what Turtle Rock comes out with next. But maybe, and I know this is a weird thing, like I don't know what kind of payout companies are getting from Xbox and even PlayStation if they are day one releases on the services. But like... Maybe instead of being like that Netflix thing where it's like, I'll just make it free right away. Be the one that's like, you know what? No, we'll just take our chances of just releasing it regular and not have a premium service to try to make up your money then. 
and maybe you'll have a better longe- longevity in the long- I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. For like the major releases, you kind of <coughs> see that for the most part. Like it's it's still kind of rare to be like, oh, day one on Xbox Live or day one on PSN. You're like, oh shit, cool. I guess I'm not buying this. There's so, so many on Xbox, and we've said Xbox is an amazing service. I love it as a consumer, as a developer. It's probably, honestly, like in Netflix, throwing shit to those comedians where you end up with subpar fucking specials where it's like, do you want to be on Netflix or not? Like, so you're kind of like, ah, fuck. Well, they're offering me whatever they're getting offered to be day one and played by the most people. So instead of just worrying on sales, we'll worry about DLC, Game Pass, other ways to make money. It is funny that Netflix became the new thing for all the standups because, like, for ages, like stand-ups like they wanted to get their specials on hbo HBO, that was a spot to get their specials it was hbo then it was like kind of showtime even comedy central they would be excited for and then netflix everyone's like well how come i'm not making dave Chappelle money it's like because you're not fucking dave Chappelle. that's why and then amy schumer got mad everyone gave her no no's and that's why you can't give negative reviews anymore (laughs) yep bye bye star ratings so (sighs) yeah i you know what in in memory of this this week, when I stream, I'm going to do some Back for Blood. And, Jim, you should join me. Um, maybe. Do I'll it. see if I can hop on. Do it, you whore. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Jambers, I did like this next video you sent me. And this guy, I'm, I want to give him a shout-out because he's... Uh, I mean, he doesn't need us to no, shout no, no. him out. Obviously but... not. Tasting History with Max Miller is the channel um he ha- he's been doing it for a long time has 1.6 million subscribers like the dude's as popular as it can be um, i just recently got into him too i like and i'm like i've fallen down a rabbit hole again. i'm like god damn I, I like his format i here's okay i like i like what he does i want him to work on him his, deliver, his delivery bothers me a little bit. That's you all think I'm he's saying. a little too uh, soft of a man there, Bray? I don't know. There's something about him that I'm like, I kind of want to hit him. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something in, inherently. He's, 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 he's a little too gentle. You can say it, that. Something like that. It's just something, but very informative videos. I also, so the, the video we're referring to was brewing Mes- Mesopotamian beer. From, it's like 4,000-year-old beer. It's the oldest beer recipe. Um, a few other brewers, actually Dogfish Head owner, Sam, whatever, has talked about doing this before. And he taught, I mean, it's a 21-minute video, so he takes his time, walks you through the history of the beer, how they found it. It's really fascinating stuff. And honestly, it kind of gives you a guide if you wanted to do it at home, here's how you do it. Yeah, and like the concessions he made to make it as close as he could to like their ancient ways and stuff. So I, I love that. What I, the one issue I had, and like I said, maybe it's him. It's a 21 minute video. He spent 30 seconds actually talking about the beer and drinking it. Like he took three sips and was like, okay, it's got a nuttiness and there are some bubbles. All right. Well, thank you for watching. You're like, you spent 20 some minutes minutes on video talking about the history. I want it. I want to see somebody really drink. Well, Brian, it's called, it's called talking history. What do you, you want to get drunk on camera? What do you want from the guy? Yes, tasting history. And part of tasting is getting drunk. Most of history has been drunk, Jim. A lot of history has been drunk. That's all I'm going to say. But no, it, it, it is really informative. Um, if you want to see like how like the process of beer, like it's so funny to see like the, like Max spent 
five, six days doing the process to get this beer ready very, yeah. for a, for a small batch of beer that's the size of like a large vase, basically, that'll only last you two days tops. So, Jim, it's actually really funny. Um, I'm reading a book right now called uh, the uh, Sapiens: A History of Humankind. It's a really it's a really good book, and it's so funny because uh, like a week or two ago, I was on a section talking about like it goes through literally from the beginning of human history till now and they were covering this period and the exact pictures he's showing was in the book of like how one of the first things that are still covered in recorded history is literally just like a list of things that people kept accounting of and one of them was materials for beer and the clay tablets and how he did it i was like oh shit i literally just read that so i was like geeking out on that i was like oh my god it's that the uric period and i was just like that that I, I love shit like that. I am a big I mean, I feel like all guys, why is it when we get older we're obsessed with history? Whether it's World War like our dads were like like every dad is like that at some point. Like you're like, I'm gonna stop watching things I like and just put on history channel or in our cases watch history YouTube or yep. podcast. Why is that? We all do that. I don't know. It's, it's like a universal thing. Something in that male genome. It's just like you yeah. just hit like thirty five and all of a sudden it's like Oh, I want to know where everything came from. Yeah. And every dad is different. Like, majority of them, like, World War II for our dad's generation was the thing. I don't know what the thing will be for our generation, but... I don't know. But, like, I feel like World War II was definitely our dad's. And, and you know what's, you know what's know. a shame? How overlooked World War One is? Oh, Because completely. it might have been... It, it, it was more brutal than World War II. World War II just had the supervillain. Like you can make well, a Marvel I mean, movie out of World War Two. I mean, but World Jim, War One was fucking disgusting. I mean, it's a Super NES versus NES, Jim. You know what World War One was? That was the PS One of war. That was yeah. like you're getting oh, out of like the old, you know, formations and cavalry thing, but still that very beginning of like heavy machinery, and no one knew how to counter what. So like people were just getting- throwing art battalions to the fucking meat grinder and shit like dude, that. Dude, like, it lit, yeah, like, th- between mustard gassing, airplanes now being involved with, war- like, it was as brutal, it was like, you're using these tactics that were like, this is a terrible idea. And, and the fu- and, and fucking airplanes are just biplanes dropping grenades on people because they're only a couple hundred feet off the ground anyway. And, and here's the deal, in the future, when it is strictly drones and robotic things being sent out there, you'll go, People used to actually still go in. They'll even look at like Vietnam or the Afghan war and be like, they sent soldier humans in there? Like what the fu-? it'll be insane. So yeah, history's a motherfucker. Yeah, but uh, yeah, our generation's not gonna have that good war to look back <coughs> on and obsess over. We're gonna do the fucking Afghan war. Be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I mean it's one of those deals where you go, okay. But this guy I, you know, subscribed. I, I found a lot of his videos very entertaining. This particular one, though, I love when they find ancient beer because he did, like, one with mead. And I mentioned also Dogfish Head where they did uh, – he had done similar with the one beer where he would chew the corn and spit it out because the saliva breaks down the enzymes the right way. Yeah. I, I like it. And here's the deal. 
honestly, I would like to try to make this. I was actually going to ask you after watching this video, would you try and do the week long process? Because I know you're oh, yeah. you're a little bit of a, a bit of a cook yourself. So yeah. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely do this. Like, I just need to really follow the pap papier. That bread is the only one. Like, I would ask Monica really like. I know he said you can set it to a certain thing and get the crust. She's better at baking shit, but everything else, the barley, doing all Gotta that. be careful, though. You just need the crust. You don't want to break the insides and kill oh, the I yeast. Oh, I know. Oh, trust me. I know. I'll be hanging in my cheesecloth. Don't worry. Damn so, it. No, but here's the deal. Now, this is actually like a great informative video to see how beer was done 4,000 years ago. Yeah. So, Jim, when I make it, be prepared to drink some 4,000-year-old beer. I am down. Yeah. Just, just, so... Just don't just don't butt hook me and make it and then like wait a week later be like oh Jim here's that beer I made I just did it. <laughs> now I'll let you know it's it number one if I'm gonna make it I'm gonna document the process and all my fuck ups too. Come yeah. on. So yeah no uh, I love I do love it like I said give him a subscription. I just there's something about him it's hittable he there can we admit hey uh, what's his name TJ said I have a punchable face there's some people that you just look at it's not universal. That you might go, I want to hit. Oh yeah, no, people people have hitable faces. Yeah, so if you don't if you don't think that, you're lying. This guy has a demeanor. I'm like, he would shush someone in a in a public spot. <laughs> you know, he and think why why am I getting yelled at back? That's all I'm gonna say. And not in the Chad it. Gable over the top way. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. God, damn it. Don't you dare. Shush. Don't you dare. <coughs> All right, Jammers. Go to school. So for our last topic, so this I was gonna do it last week. I saved it for this week. It actually came up because of I was playing um, Dark Watch, but it's applicable to really any FPS game. What is more satisfying to you? And you can even apply this to multiplayer. That? The moments in those games where you have the sniper rifle, and I'm gonna use sniper rifle, anything that's zoomed in, and you're able to get a perfect mid-air enemy jumping headshot and it blows it off and you're like holy shit or those perfect moment in games where you're just mowing down enemies on a gatling gun machine gun like where it's like a breather from like thinking so much and there's just pure destruction going on oh. what what's a more satisfying moment in gaming for you because that game had both moments and both times i was like oh fuck i don't know i like both of these so much so it's like, obviously one happened probably more than the other. Yep. But it also then got me thinking, like, going back to COD. Like, if you do get on that mounted machine gun and you're able to get a couple kills in a row, it feels so good. But then if you get somebody jumping in the middle of air and you headshot them, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I just came. So you're like, which one is actually better? I hate to admit it because I fucking hate the no scope culture of cod and the you know the swirling 360 no scope you know mm -hmm. aiming just enough hit it at the right time guaranteed headshot every time that bull crap but goddamn when you do pull it off it feels so fucking good yeah and i don't like i love me a good just shooting gallery it's nice it's relaxing it's fun it's a nice change of pace like you said but there's just such a sense of accomplishment that comes from that that fucking mid-air headshot. Oh, God. I, I got to go mid-air headshot, I think. Yeah, that's right. Like, like, the Gatling gun, so reliable, but that headshot, that's that's something special. 
Yeah, like there was, there were moments in COD. I remember uh, the map. Do you remember the map in COD Four with the rain, where each side had a mounted machine gun? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could crawl under like the brick thing. The number of times I got helicopters because I would be on because it was of those. the two broken buildings basically looking at each other, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. And if you knew where people would go, you could get some kills. Yeah, getting a helicopter just to off of being off that. There is something fun about that. But yeah, I don't know. Nothing quite matches that midair headshot. Like, it, there's something so magical. Because if you've been on the opposite end, which I have, of oh, that yeah. happening to you, it's so infuri- infuriating. And you know, like, doing it yourself, that's part of the fun. Is like, oh, I know that guy is so pissed off right now. So, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to throw up there as a random gaming moment. Which one you prefer? So we're both uh, in the midair headshot. Yeah, you know what? It's just like because uh... I, I I look at when you, I you, think you know I... what it is. It, it's like uh, it's like going to your favorite restaurant when you can get a hand job from someone new. That's what the midair headshot is. It's it's that new exciting hand job. <laughs> well, I was see, I was gonna try to equate it to like in in the major leagues. A lot of people can get singles, but that meteor headshot is like that's, that's a, a home slam. run. That that's like yeah, it's a, not going to happen often. But man, honestly, using a sniper rifle I think is the most skillful thing you can do in an FPS. Yeah, by far. So it's like yeah, like I go okay. So yeah, doing the most impressive shot with it adds to it. But there is a place for the Gatling gun. That's a good. You know what? The Gatling gun or sections. That is a really good bunter. Oh, it's a good utility player. Yep. It's like, you know what? They're always going to be there. And when it goes off, it is exciting for a different reason. But, yeah. They hit 280. You happen to have them on the team. They get like 10 home runs in a season, shit like that. It's good. Like 40, 40 RBIs. Very dependable <laughs> player. Can it's stick sh- around it, forever. But it's, ju- it's just like using a rocket launcher or grenade launcher. It's fine. You'll get a couple. You're not going to get a ton of kills, but... You know, there's well, it's, see, right. The rocket launcher is the guy who hits 200 but hits 40 home runs. That's what the rocket yeah. launcher is. Yeah, exactly. And th- and that's the thing is like the rocket launcher is also like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it takes that much skill. But okay, when it happens and goes off, you're impressed. Yeah. So yeah. So I had to throw it in there. I'm glad you agree with me. Just like with my uh, controller list. Ah, didn't say completely <laughs> agree. Just said it. <laughs> Jim, did it burn your ass more? Did you get more mad once you watched it and realized it wasn't as bad as you thought you went, you motherfucker? Oh, no. The thing that pissed me off the most was that you did it from the actual account. That's the thing that pissed <laughs> me off the most. That it happened before I even woke up. That's what fucking got my ass. I, I, I know it. Cause I was the like, one day I get to sleep in in like the past six months. <laughs> well, well, here's what I knew. And tell me where I'm wrong. If I had sent it to you, first I would have got son of a bitch. But the tagline would have been, Brian made this list. I do not agree with it, but go check it out. Well, I, I probably wouldn't. Have, I would have watched it first, and I probably would have been like, me. So I would have said, Brian puts up his list of the six worst controllers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. But you would have clearly separated yourself from it. Like, just like oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I like. Like, I got to, you know, just like I can't separate myself from our main. When you put out stupid tweets, I go, you mother. The number of times I wanted to comment and be like, that's just Jim commenting. Yeah, this, no, this is fair. This is my comeuppance. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'll accept it. 
That's why I didn't make it stink. <laughs> With that, Chambers, uh, how many of those beers did you get through? I uh, just went through two of them. Uh, like I said, they're good, but they're nothing special as far as the sour world goes. Maybe a little too tart for its own good, but if you like your sours extra tarty, then this is the one to go for. Nice. And yeah, this, uh, as I assumed, the Homat Weiss beer from Wininger, it's, it's got ton of banana, a little bit of clover, a little bit of pepper, but it is actually really light and almost ah, creamy is going to sound wrong, but the mouthfeel is very smooth and sugary. There's no bite to it, so goes down really, really smooth. I would highly recommend it, but once again, chances are, unless you're listening to us in Germany, you're not really going to get your hands on it unless you get a specialty pack. But if you can, try it out. Well, you know what? Fuck it. It seems to be like every... Uh beer distributor at this point so when christmas time comes along just look for that german 12 beers of christmas pack get it it's worth it yep especially because it's i think it's like 40 bucks for 12 beers. it's not a ton yeah it's like 40 50 bucks so it's not even that terribly priced so with that everyone we want to say thank you so much for listening and watching if you haven't already hit the subscribe button please do it it would mean the world to us hit the notification bell because the algorithm does not like our titles and with that if you're listening and you are on iTunes or Spotify, hit the subscribe button. If you give us a five-star rating, even if you want to bash us and tell us we have terrible takes, we will read them in the comments. We want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, everyone. Call the voicemail line. Please do. Kiki, yeah. Damn it.